Today we're being joined here by the new Port Melbourne VFL coach, Adam Scrubberlake. Adam, thanks for coming on. No worries at all. Thanks for having me. So obviously you've just been appointed the new Port Melbourne coach late last year. What was the feeling like once you got given the role at Port Melbourne? Yeah, um, honoured and excited. Um, obviously I was an assistant coach in 2012 at Port Melbourne and then went on to coach in a few different sort of areas and levels. But um, to come back and be senior coach uh, is really exciting from my point of view. So, obviously, you had some experience also at the Saints prior to um, coming back to Port Melbourne. What was that like that time at St Kilda? Yeah, really good. Uh, enjoyable. I also learned a lot. I was there for seven years in a, in a range of yeah. different roles. So, um, yeah, really hope to, to bring some of that experience back to, to VFL level. But, yeah, definitely learned a lot and enjoyed the experience. So, obviously, you had your first win yesterday for Port Melbourne over the Bombers by 25 points. Uh, it would have been pretty impressive to come from behind. So I think it was around, was it four goals down at one point to come over the top, roll over the top of Essendon and then end up earning a pretty good win in the end? Yeah, definitely. We were down by, I think it was close to 30 points at one stage. So yeah. to, to, to rally and come back was, was really pleasing. But to then go on with it uh, was pleasing as well. And you know, first three rounds were been in every game. I think the, yeah. the first round was roughly 18 points and the next one was two points and then seven points. Um, we had some opportunity in all those games. So... To, to get ourselves in a position to win and then go on with it was, was really pleasing. And to, to see the boys enjoy the win, um, yeah, it was a real great moment for the coaching staff. I sort of mentioned a few particular plays. Uh, Paul Hunter, obviously, was at St Kilda for a few years while you were at the Saints. Um, would it be fair to say you having a previous relationship being his ruck coach at St Kilda helped him make the decision to join Port Melbourne? Yeah, well, actually, Brendan Lay was a ruck coach at that stage, but um, yeah. he'd played a little bit of forward um, in that year as well when I was doing the forward. So, um, yeah, yeah we've, we've, we've got a really good relationship um, and did all the way through that that time. So, um, you know, I got the, the coaching position and he got delisted probably a couple of months after that. So, um, yeah, we're straight on to, to Paul and um, we really needed Ruckman and just yeah. just not his ability that was the interest for, for us, but just the way he teaches the young Rucks and his character mm. is really important for our group and he's been uh, unbelievable. Uh, fit for us so far and he just really started to hit his straps um, with his mm. form. He came up against Bruce in round one, uh, mm. had COVID in round round two and he was probably still a little bit sick last week and then put a, a ripping game uh, yesterday. Yeah, uh, A few other players I'll go through. Eli Temper, obviously a former St Kilda player as well. He's been at Cornell for a fair while since he was let go by the Saints. Must be uh, impressed with the way he started, which has been really consistent the last three or four years since joining Port Melbourne and are you being impressed with how he's gone so far? Yeah, he's a really impressive um, player and character. He's, he's our vice mm. captain as well, along with Harvey yeah. Hooper. Um, and he was captain yesterday and, and played that way. Just his intensity around the ball uh, is at a really high level. And I've, I'm actually surprised that he hasn't had another opportunity at AFL yeah. level with the way he goes about. He finds the ball and uses it quite well. Um, we've added a few things to his game this year where he's, he's getting back and defending a little bit more and, and using the ball. Um, in the back half and through the middle. But, um, yeah, his last three weeks have been outstanding. Someone else that who has not been on AFL this year is Marcus Latini. He was at the Coburg Footy Club. And what I'm personally deeming as like a, more of a shock, like a Nat Five type move, he was obviously very dominant at Coburg um, and obviously was racking up over 30-plus possessions a game there. How how excited, obviously, to bring in a young player across that uh, was dominating through his previous club to get him over the line must be a good achievement to do especially in your first year as a coach. Yeah, and he fits into me field perfectly. Uh, I've mm. seen him from afar. Uh, he's a quality player and always had a lot of the ball 
Um, so he wants to continue to work on his game and play a few other positions as well. He's had some interest yeah. from AFL clubs. We want to see him play a little bit of forward. So we're doing that as well. But yeah, quality young man and he's got a lot of improvement to come in his game. He's working really hard on his game. And I think we've seen that probably over the last couple of weeks that um, when he's using his legs more and kicking a little bit more, he can be quite damaging. Um, and his game yesterday was, was great. That was his 50th game of VFL yeah. footy. Do you expect him to be on the AFL radar again? Obviously, he said he's already been on the radar. Do you expect him to continue to be on the radar if he keeps up his good form from previous years too and start of the year? Yeah, I, th- I think so. I-, I think in the past, he's probably handballed a little bit too much. Um, AFL um, clubs like to see guys kick the footy and use their legs. I think that's a skill that he's got that he probably hasn't shown enough of. So, no, I think as he continues to develop this year, there'll be plenty of clubs out there looking for uh, mature age talent, uh, especially with the way things have happened with COVID over the next couple, last couple of years. So, I think he's a perfect guy that they should be looking at. Now, obviously, you mentioned about, I just briefly mentioned it before, how did it come about that he was to leave Coburg and how were you able to get Marcus across the line to the club? Yeah, we um, well, we made contact um, with him quite early on and then yeah, he, we met with him once or twice and um, we heard that he wasn't overly happy there and maybe looking for a change. So we just told him what we could do for him and how we could help developing him um, and he made a decision pretty quickly. Um, and I think you know, he loves the Coburg Footy Club. I think it was just a, a time for change. For him, he'd been there a while and had you know, a lot of personal success there. So um, we hope we can bring some on-field success over the next couple of years. But um, yeah, I think just our fit was really good for him. And, and mm. obviously, it's great for us to get someone of that calibre on board. There are a few other players too that were ex-AFL players. Well, Fletcher Roberts, who's a premiership player, he was at the Western Bulldogs. And a young player from Northern or former Northern uh, Melbourne player, Corey Wayne. It's good to have some more experience, especially with Fletcher when he's a bit more versatile and play, you know, Played obviously at the Bulldogs more, mainly as a key defender, but has shown in the past he can play as a key forward, even pinch it in the ruck. Yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's playing forward for us um, this year and it's been quite solid. Um, he's had a little bit of bad luck, really. He had um, he's quite quick, um, crook against Coburg. Um, in hindsight, probably should have played. Um, but we sort of um, thought he'd be good enough to just get out there, and he did a really good job for us. But yeah, it probably affected him the next week, so he missed the next week after that, and then played on the weekend and, and uh, was quite reasonable. But we've used him in a number of roles. So he obviously starts as a forward, but we've used him as a loose man and, and even a defender at times. But yeah, he'll play mainly forward for us. But he's just a you know, wealth of experience. Um, he's a psychologist by trade as well. So does a fair bit of work with the boys there. So he's he's very valuable for us. And I think he's a great person to have in our group. Now, also over the last, I know you just came into the role, but over the last three or four years, or prior to that, Paul Melbourne were very strong experience side, but over the last three or four years, they've lost a lot of young players, uh, or a lot of experienced players, sorry, like Toby Pinwell and Jordan Lyle and players like that, Jared Blair as well. Um, obviously, there's been a different transition where they've been struggling the last year or so, but it's good to see that so far, they're starting to improve with a lot of the younger players and newer players coming in the club as well. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And you mentioned Corey Wagner before. He's someone um, that we've been able to hang on to. He had a lot of interest from other clubs, but he's been outstanding for us this year. He's played um, half-back and on ball, and just his contest work and his ball use has, has been unbelievable, and I'm sure there's AFL clubs that will be looking at the way he's going about things at the moment. Um, but then we've got this young crop coming through, of sort of 19 to 23-year-olds. Um, mainly for us, they're down back. We've got a lot of key tools that are sort of under 22, um, but that's the exciting part for us, really. It's just you know, adding some some experience around them, but just this new crop com- coming through and 
um, how we can nurture their talent and hopefully get some of them some opportunity at a higher level, but also um, bring su- some success for the club. Yeah, I mentioned about Eli Templeton before, Marcus Latini. Do you hope and realistically think that Eli may be a chance to get onto another AFL club, which is shown of his versatility, as you said, playing off halfback and in the midfield as well? Um, yeah, Eli's an interesting one. He's, he's starting, I think he's 26 now, so whether yeah. clubs still see um, you know, opportunity at that age, but he's still got good a good four or five years left in him, so um, I, I would think so. Uh, you know, he plays on AFL mids um, week in, week out and, and does really well, so I, I think AFL clubs would be silly not to, to have a look at him with the way he can run, um, understands the game and the way he uses the ball. He's, he's definitely someone that can play at the level and have instant impact. I just want a few quick final questions for you. Now, obviously, VFL's run a bit differently, but do you over time think there should be some form of a, not a full-on draft, but like some form of a draft in the draft uh, in the VFL and like a trade period type scenario as well? Or do you think it's a bit hard to do in a VFL when there's AFL clubs involved? The clubs? Yeah, I think it's, yeah, I think it's a bit hard um, sort of with where we're at and you know, all the standalones. Then you've got the, the AFL um, clubs got their own VFL. Then you've got the, affiliate clubs as well, so it makes it a little bit hard. But where I could see it going is potentially um, South Australia and WA coming into the, the competition and make it a national competition. I, I think that would be really healthy, healthy and it, it gives these younger guys really good experience with travel and playing against um, teams across Australia. And you know, at the end of the day, the competition is to you know, help young guys develop their own AFL list, but also get guys an opportunity. I think that would definitely help. So I really appreciate you, Adam, for coming on the show today and good luck for Port Melbourne rest of you and good luck for yourself individually as well, coaching the Port Melbourne Footy Club. No worries at all. Appreciate you having me on. Thanks, Adam. Thank you.